You are listening to 757 Bytes, where we talk about innovation and entrepreneurship in the 757 community and beyond. To learn more about the 757 CoLab network of organizations, visit 757angelsgroup.com, 757accelerate.org, 757startupstudios.org, and be sure to connect with us through our social media channels. Good day, Hampton Roads 757. I am your host, Hunter Walsh, and today we are joined by Scott Janay, co-founder and CEO of Magazine Jukebox. Welcome, Scott. What up? Hey, everybody. Before we dive in, uh, we're going to do speed dating. So I'm going to ask you (laughs) um, just some quick questions and just spurt out the first thing that comes to mind. Where's your hometown? Uh, Hometown is Sun Valley, California. Where do you currently live? Suffolk, Virginia. How many kids do you have? Three, as of three and a half weeks ago. Ah, congratulations. Favorite sports team? Uh, Which sport? We'll go with baseball. Baseball, Los Angeles Dodgers. How about football? Uh, Well, it was the Redskins, so now the Washington football team. Favorite place you've ever traveled? Uh, That would have to be St. Martin. And where do you see yourself in 10 years? At St. Martin. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what retirement looks like when you sell magazine jukebox and sail off into the sunset with your family. Yeah. Well, truth be told, most likely I'll still be in Suffolk in 10 years after I sell the company just because my kids are so young that we're going to want to keep them in the same school. But, uh, you know, once they get out of school, then, you know, my wife and I, we love to travel. So I certainly see St. Martin in in our horizon. Magazine jukebox is one of the few companies that got extension from your first stay and, and first six months in the studios. Tell our listeners what Magazine Jukebox is and kind of how you came upon Magazine Jukebox as an idea. Yeah, so uh, first, uh, Magazine Jukebox uh, is a digital magazine rack for commercial spaces. So the best way to describe that is if you think of uh, going into a doctor's office, going to a car dealership, perhaps a coffee shop or a nail and hair salon. And uh, instead of having to share magazines or getting a magazine that's three months old or hoping that you're the first one in there to grab your favorite magazine before the other person does, uh, with us, you could simply scan a code. It doesn't require you to download an app. You don't have to give any personal information. You simply scan and enjoy. It turns your phone into a magazine or your smart device, and uh, you get to enjoy it. And then, uh, you know, to uh, our publishers or our, our surprise, publishers requested that our consumers or the clients of our clients, as we call it, get to actually take it home and enjoy it for 36 hours. So it's a really neat, neat, uh, you know, service that we offer and product, but, um, how it all started. So we have other companies, investment companies, insurance companies. And so my wife and I, we were looking for a way to diversify some of our income. And that was, we talked about it for a couple of years about wanting to open up something a little bit more fun, loving, something a little bit more enjoyable, uh, uh, preferably something that wasn't as scrutinized as insurance. It's one of the most regulated industries uh, in our country. So uh, so we kept hovering around the idea of a coffee shop. And I had this idea that I wanted to make a miniature version of Barnes & Noble. And so I said I wanted this magazine rack or this wall of magazines. And someone can come in, grab a magazine, grab a cup of coffee, and, and head, you know, enjoy it, and then head out. And uh, so we, we started scouting for locations at the beginning of 2020, and uh, we were actually in negotiations with a, with a space, and uh, we were also in negotiations with uh, commercial-grade coffee machine companies and what it would cost us to buy them versus lease them. 
And uh, since I didn't, I, you know, the last time I, I brewed a cup of coffee as a barista uh, was when I was 16 years old. So I'd have to go back quite a bit to have to relearn how to make a, you know, a latte or something like that. So, uh, so we started, we were looking around and then all of a sudden, like everybody COVID hit and uh, instead of us, you know, spending money at that moment, we had staff to think about, we had our staff's families to think about. And so we held, we held back, we, we froze our assets and, and we said, look, you know, we made a decision together as a team that uh, we, we refuse to lose a staff member. We refuse to lose an employee just because we wanted to diversify. Our diversification became our staff. And so uh, about four or five months into COVID, uh, my wife made a comment to me and she says, you know, coffee shops aren't doing too bad. They pivoted. They're pretty agile. They're smaller. And uh, she says, do you want to want to see if, you know, it looks like we're going to stabilize and uh, do you want to look and see if that's something we want to do again? And I said, well, you know, leases should be a lot cheaper right now. <laughs> you know, people, the commercial, uh, you know, uh, commercial retail space was hurting quite a bit. And, uh, so I said, okay, we can look. I said, but I only have one problem. She goes, well, what's that? And I said, you can't put up the magazine wall and I really want this magazine wall. <laughs> so she, she's like, well, you may just have to get over it. And I said, I said, well, I, I don't want to get over this magazine wall. I'm, I, I attribute my entrepreneurship and desires to reading magazines, at least looking a lot smarter than what I am. And, uh, you know, back in my young prime of dating days, that was my go-to place to, you know, try to find someone smarter than me. And uh, so I, I was joking with her and she goes, she says, you know, uh, well, we could always just build a wall, put some other stuff up there and then we'll bring magazines back. And I said, you know, I just wish that there was a way that someone can scan a code and enjoy a magazine without being asked what my information is. You know, the, we have all these apps, a crazy statistic, most people don't know, but uh, for every app you have on your phone, the average time that you use an app on your phone is one time. It's crazy. So, so you can have 100 apps on your phone and the vast majority of them will only be used one time. And so, but yet they're tracking a lot of information on you, where you're going, what you're doing what you're clicking on, what you're searching. And I, you know, I really just hated that. And with Barnes and Noble, that was kind of the freedom is that you get to go in and enjoy a magazine or read a book and, and no one knows what you're reading. And uh, so my wife looked at me and she made the carnal sin to any entrepreneur and she says, well, why isn't there? And uh, so that really snowballed the idea and, and uh, did a lot of research and, you know, now here we are. So what started off as opening up one coffee shop in your local community turned into starting a startup trying to tackle and get a digitalized magazine platform all over the country and all over the world. So I'm sure your wife's always continuing to thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially uh, now when all this happened, we were talking about having a third child and you know, now we have a third child and you know, it's nothing like launching a company and going li- getting ready to go live and beta testing and having a baby all at the same time with two other children that are one is five and one is three. So let me tell you, it's de- it definitely has not been an easy course in life, but we're making it. Scott, what can the listeners do for you? Are you actively seeking investment? Is there a way that folks can scan codes? Do you have any locations locally where people can check out your product and platform? 
Yeah. So we are still raising some capital. We're almost, we're about, we're pretty close to closing out our seed round. And so we have a little bit of room, you know, we are in a couple of locations beta testing right now. So AOC salon has been a tremendous uh, support of us uh, in from Norfolk to Virginia beach. We're also in the gather community. I, I believe we're in a couple of coffee shops. I, I have to get back to you. It, it's, it's hard to uh, keep up with everywhere that we're going and some uh, really exciting news is going to be hitting hitting the waves here pretty soon. You know, follow us on social media is very helpful, uh, but also to a shout out to, you know, business owners that have waiting spaces. You know, this is a great, a great product. Uh, it's a great service. We're a green product uh, for every hundred locations we're in. Uh, we help reduce a little over 7,500 pounds of waste uh, every year. Uh, unfortunate statistic is that 350 million magazines are published each year and only 20% of them actually make it to the recycling bin. Um, but the good news is, is that at least uh, publishers made a huge commitment like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that they would use like 90, it's like 94% of their magazines are recycled. So that's good. And then uh, some other things is, you know, we're an anti-touch product. So as we weave in and out of trying to figure out this pandemic, and, and I think we're all more aware to germs and, and touching things, we suit an array of different businesses to where that's, it's helpful. Talk about us, share with your friends, reach out to me. I'll be glad to talk to you. Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Please follow Magazine Jukebox on all social media platforms and their website to stay up to date on the latest and greatest and all things MJB related and to see where they land next in a waiting room near you. Thank you. Thank you. 757 CoLab is a collaborative vehicle focused on growing an interconnected, inclusive, and impactful entrepreneurial ecosystem. 757 CoLab manages and coordinates the activities of three resources, 757 Angels, 757 Accelerate, and 757 Startup Studios. 